And we are live, as the great Bruce Buffer would say. Little UFC shout out for you guys right there. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. We got a little bit of an early show today. Uh, hope you guys are excited. We had to accommodate the guests, but if you guys already know and you're popping in, who is it going to be? Uh, it should be really, really exciting because we have Rydell Funk, formerly known as Rydell Lynch, until her and Capron Funk got married. Power couple. All around amazing woman, inspiration, rock star, fashionista, uh, YouTube icon, social media influencer, powerhouse. I don't think you guys are ready for this episode because I'm not even ready for this episode. Uh, but yeah, we got Rydell Lynch Funk coming on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful episode this Sunday afternoon. I hope you guys had an amazing week and I hope you guys are excited for this. So, without further ado, Rydell should be jumping on and we'll just get right into it because I know you guys don't want to wait. This is going to be so awesome. Hello, Vanessa. How are you doing? I love you. Rydell is in, guys. Let's go. Let's get her in. I want everybody to be so excited for Mrs. Rydell, formerly known Rydell Lynch. You guys know her. Uh, she doesn't need an introduction. Here we go. Connecting. Rydell! Hi! <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. This is my first ever joint like live. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people they say that. Have you ever like gone? You've gone live on Instagram before though, right? Mm -hmm. I've gone okay. live and I've guested other people, but I've never joined like this. Oh, nice. So cool. Kind of cool, right? To just jump in and do the little yeah. and everything. Yeah, I, like I think it. it's really fun. It makes it so much easier for people to just be able to like come on and talk. Yep, it's the new, it's the new times. It is, it is. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Um, I kind of want to just get right into it because I mean, obviously, people know you for so many things because you're just like your diversity and just <laughs> the way you can attack and just master everything is incredible. We'll get into a lot of the things later, <laughs> but um, I don't think I've ever really uh, heard much about from you how you really got into music and how that kind of all started. Cause I know that was the basis for a lot of how your life transitions into what it is today. So I know your family played a big role in that. Um, but can you kind of tell me about how it all started for you? Yeah. So basically long, long story short, uh, we moved out here out to California when I was, I guess, 13. Mm. So over you guys 10 were years, Colorado, right? Yep. I'm from Colorado. We moved out here to originally just pursue acting, commercials, dance, that realm. We weren't into music quite yet. But then my brother started picking up instruments, and they were super into Fall Out Boy at the time. <laughs> and so they started learning and becoming, you know, your typical, like, garage band. And they they were like, Riddle, we need a keyboard player. <laughs> and lessons when I was, like, five years old. For maybe a year top. So I didn't remember anything. But they were just like, Riddle, you should play keys. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. I'll do it. And so I just did it for fun because they asked me to. And wow. then it, it just sort of it snowballed from there completely. We started practicing a lot more and actually getting somewhat decent. Mm -hmm. And we were really little at the time. And then once we could kind of play a couple songs – our dad started booking us like little things on Craigslist, like a birthday party, Craigslist, wow, a fair, like a kids fair, etc. And then, um, yeah, and then we just like, well, you know, the ten thousand hour rule. 
No, what's that? Have you heard that? Uh, it, like, it takes 10,000 hours to perfect something. Wow. So basically, we just, we were getting our 10,000 hours in playing live anywhere and everywhere. And then from there, it just, we just kept climbing. And it was kind of like that, that classic, are. like, siblings, like, well, we should do this. And then it just, like, snowballed into something, like, amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like, so, basically, so, how I met your mother. Like, we yeah, should, that's, that's incredible. We should open a bar. We should start a band. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. You, you always think like, wow, that some people manifest those things and it'll just like turn into a full-fledged reality. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what sparked the interest for you guys? I, I know you said like acting and dancing. Like, was there a certain member of your family that was like super interested at first? And like, did they mm -hmm. convince your parents to like, because like moving from Colorado to LA is like a big, a big thing. Like what, where did that spark from? To, yes, my older brother Riker, he was like, st he still is the leader of the family, but mm -hmm. he was so into it since a young, young age. Like, we literally, we just cleaned out my parents' garage and found all these pictures of Riker, like three years old, dressed up as Sync and Michael Jackson. Like, he <laughs> always, always wanted to perform. And so we got into dancing and singing classes at a super young age because of him. Cause he was doing it at the house all the time. So my mom was mm -hmm. like, I better get him some lessons. Yeah. <laughs> so then we all went and um, my mom was a big believer. Like if one of us does something, we all do it. So mm -hmm. if the boys play, if Riker plays hockey, all the boys play hockey and I do figure skating or whatever. My dad wouldn't let me play. <laughs> you play and, now though, right? What? Well, you play, play oh, some yeah, Nice, nice. Yeah, my mom, or I guess it maybe it was more my mom was like, she didn't want me to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, and like, so same thing, Riker is doing singing lessons. So we all did singing lessons. We all did dance lessons, etc. And then so he's definitely the, the start, the fuse behind all of that. And then mom helped initiate it by driving us to dance class wow. every single day, class every every single day and working overtime to pay for competitions and stuff like that. For sure. Wow, that's so cool. And uh, did you get to express, so did you have like a particular interest more than music before you had been coming out? Like, were you super into, because mm -hmm. I know you love to dance. Was that like the biggest thing that you were trying to yeah. captivate on? Yes, dancing was for sure my favorite. And I obviously took singing and acting lessons too, but I wasn't in love with those. Mm -hmm. uh, I was stronger at dance. So you tend to like stuff, I feel like, that you're better at. Like, yeah. and what seems more fun so I definitely was way more into dance I thought for sure like I, I booked a bunch of dance jobs when we first moved out to California like that was more yeah. my special and then I thought for sure well I was a dance teacher actually that was my first like real job when I was 14 I started teaching dance and so I thought for sure I'd have like my own studio one day or just be a dance teacher all the time and then and then the music thing just sort of came into play and and, yeah. and up so we we all went that route together wow so and then at that point did you do any like more type of lessons to like get better at music or was you like just self-teaching and just like playing catch-up <laughs> while you were going <laughs> i mostly learned everything from youtube videos wow for piano and then as we, like, once we got along, I was like, okay, I should maybe go and get a couple <laughs> lessons I'm doing things sort of professionally. But nowadays, I mean, you could learn anything online, so it doesn't even 
it doesn't even matter. So, but I did do a couple lessons, not as consistent as I would have liked to, because um, mm-hmm. I'm not classically trained or anything. Like I, I really wish I could read sheet music better and, yeah. or, and st- like, I want to look at a piece of sheet music and be like, got it. <laughs> 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 uh, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I wish I would have done more lessons, but I'm also more of a like keyboard synth player where you don't necessarily need like you don't need to be technically trained or anything like that. Yeah, and then you guys all I think you guys all have like really really good voices too, right? In the family. Is Thank just, you. I, I like I, I'm not gonna say who who's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, uh, but uh, <laughs> but that's kind of cool. Uh, do you think that this is kind of like off topic before we get back into more of that? What do you think makes like a good singer? Is it just something, is it genetic or something <laughs> that you can train or, cause it's just, it's kind of rare that like, I don't, actually I've never heard Rylan sing, but like all of you and your brothers, uh, can Rylan sing? Yeah, yeah, he could sing. He, he, you know, he did lessons with us when we were little and stuff. And he uh-huh. obviously band at the beginning. He was in the band, but he was too, he was only 10 when we started. Oh, okay. He was, like, just a little bit too young to be super into it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. To be a singer, there's definitely uh, a lot of natural talent that will come into play. Like, some people just, like, have it and some people don't. Like, I would say um, Ross is naturally a good singer. Riker mm-hmm. and me and Rocky, not so much. Like, mm-hmm. we had to really work toward oh, for right. it. Or like Whitney Houston's like naturally a beautiful singer. It's it's yeah. like it's just like comes so naturally to some people. And then but you can still train mm. to be a good singer. So even if you have like a like a, a solid bass, maybe not the most like gifted voice, you can you can work to improve it. Uh uh-huh. I think you That's definitely cool. need a, a somewhat of a bass. Like you need to understand rhythm and and have mm. a little bit of natural pitch at yeah. least. Because, you know, uh, at the wedding, you know, you got Ross doing his thing, and he, he's, he's amazing. But then when you broke out that song for Caprid and just, like, tore the house down, like, I was blown away. Because, I mean, obviously, I'd heard you sing before, but I was just like, wow, Rydell. Like, it was amazing. That's <laughs> so cool. You. So, wait, Thank what's you. the um, – so, as you guys are still, like, going on, what's what are some of, like, the bigger shows that you had done when you were in R5? Because I remember you telling me some stories I'd want to hear more about when like, <laughs> people would be crowding your car and whatnot. Like, what, yeah. what's that like? Oh, that seems like another lifetime ago. That's for sure. Yeah, for but um, the so like the biggest show to date that we've ever played uh, headline was in Argentina. Mm. It was 8,000 people. Dang. So that's like the biggest show we've ever played on tour. Uh, biggest show in the U.S., I'm almost positive was the Greek theater. Wow. You guys performed there? Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. that was like definitely a bucket list goal. Oh, for sure. Checked off like that we played the Greek. Do you ever think when you're at the Greek theater just rocking out in front of all these people and you're just like, I learned how to do this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, how did I get here? Wow. Hey, any, any type of hard work. Yeah, for sure. Stay off if you just, you well, know, set your mind to it. For sure. And then our, and you guys had a really big following in, in the United States, but also South America, right? Yeah, uh, uh, pretty worldwide. Oh, oh worldwide. To, yeah, I know you yeah very, very much. Mm-hmm, wow. mm-hmm. 
That's cool. I think that's uh, a lot in part to do with social media and the fact that we can interact with everyone around the world. Mm-hmm. And when we first started, like that's when social media kind of started. So we were, we were at the nice like pocket of that. Nice. And um, so that, yeah, but we're, yeah, we have lots of lovely, amazing people <laughs> all around the world. <laughs> I know you have some of like the most like dedicated, amazing fans. Like I was even getting DMs before when I had posted that you're going to be on the show from just like so many people like, oh my goodness, like right now. Like, they probably had no idea like, any affiliation to me, but it's so cool to see how much like love and support you've gotten. And you've gotten to see that like all across the globe, right? Mm-hmm. They're so amazing. That's so cool. And then I, I, you were showing me when we were moving out some of your stuff in the storage, like all the gifts that you would get from people in Japan and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that's just so cool that you can make something that can that can translate over any types of like languages and cultures and just make people like so happy. Mm-hmm. Is that is that like a big part that like helps drive you to to keep like getting better and like continue doing what you were doing? I yes, I love touring was definitely one of my favorite things. I think all of us in the band could say even mom and dad like our favorite thing was touring to yeah. one obviously get to travel the world and play music every night slash be together with the family and then but then also you get to meet all these amazing people who are so supportive and so passionate about your career and what we're doing and there's just so much love in the air <laughs> yeah for sure and then uh like when you do all these things, I feel like you put that the 10,000 hour, hour rule into like everything that you do. Would you say like, that's kind of like how you, you live your life? Because one thing that I respect so much about you that I've been trying to learn is just how, how detailed you are, like with any facet that you do. Like if you're going to do something, like you do it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the I'm way definitely... that you want it. And you put every, all your time and, and energy, like you were showing me these notes that you gave, that you gave to people, or you'd make them a blanket and you give them a handwritten letter, like John, like it's just, it's amazing that you can apply that kind of principle to a lot that you do. Would you say that you do that within each kind of facet of what, what you do? Yes. I definitely say I lean towards like, I, I want to be a perfectionist. I like everything to be done the right way correctly or like how I want it to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to half-ass anything ever. Yeah. I'll be 110 percent in everything I do. <laughs> That's good. Um, do you think that uh, we're, we're, when you were kind of like, did you know, like, what were the expectations when you were in the band for like how long it could go for? You know what I mean? Or like, did you have like, were you thinking like, oh, what am I going to be doing after this? Or were you kind of just enjoying it in the moment? Like, did you have any kind of plans? Because I know you said that you liked music and you learned to love it, but it wasn't your first love. Did you ever see yourself like doing? anything in the future or doing the things that you're doing now uh mm-hmm. like kind of what were you thinking in as toward like the band life was starting to to settle down and you weren't touring as much uh oh at the time i definitely think i was like oh cool it's gonna be so fun when we're all 50 years old with our <laughs> just like on the tour bus touring yeah um, moments where i was like oh this is just like gonna be our life forever and then there's parts where i'm like okay well just like just in case i should maybe I, I like I like always having my hand in different pots. Like even now I have, I feel like I have like five jobs full time. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I, for I, sure. I like, I like being busy and I like working. And so uh, that's when I, uh, I started doing like, I did this thing called Rydell's Tea Parties. Uh, I started doing that. And then I launched um, like my YouTube channel. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, I can do this while I'm on tour. 
and then I launched my clothing line. Like I, I was like, I'm just gonna, I want to do it all. And yeah. I don't want to just be like, wait, I, I'm not as much into uh, at the beginning, I wrote a lot of the music, but I'm not that like I said, it wasn't like my main love. So I'm like, I'm not just gonna wait for like the boys to like write a song and then put the album out and then be like, okay, cool, we're touring. Like, what am I gonna do in the meantime? So I want yeah. to like, have all my own stuff going at the same That's time. Cool. Did you get to express a lot of like your love and creative ability with dancing while you were doing stuff with R5? Or do you feel yes, like so what I still taught dance, uh, like the first couple years we were touring. Oh, okay. So what I because uh, so we would like tour for we maybe tour two months, we'd be on the road. And then my brother Ross was filming his show on Disney Channel at the time. So he would have he would have a hiatus. So whenever he'd have a hiatus, we'd be like, Okay, we're going on tour. So mm -hmm. we'd go on tour, then he'd have to be back to film. So uh, we'd come back, we'd all have our things. I think Riker maybe was still doing hit glee at the time as well. Uh, and then I would teach dance on yeah. those on sort of like choreograph, et cetera. And then we'd be like, oh, okay, we're going back on tour. And then we'd come back. And so I, I did that for a little. And then at one point we were touring, like I think one time, I'm trying to think of our biggest tour. I think it was like eight months. Dang. Uh, so then I was like, okay, I can't, you know, teach these girls dance anymore because I, I want, I'm yeah. not gonna be there. I'm not gonna be able to be there like I wanna be there. So then I stopped teaching and then was like full-time band they must have been so stoked to have you as a teacher <laughs> yeah, which is you fun. still know it's cool when you you, you you like employ some of the students that you have before mm -hmm. and you still like know them that's so cool that you can still like mm -hmm. have a relationship with like the people that you, you taught um yep when what was like one of your favorite memories from when you were doing like those long tours obviously you probably got really really close with like that your family is so close now Obviously, probably since you guys all got to tour together, that probably made it so cool to be able to to bond and really grow closer. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that it has its its problems as well. But do you have like any big like moments or, or memories that really stand out during that time of your life? Oh man! Oh, there's <laughs> the list is long. Like I need to start writing them down. Riker has a better memory than me. Like he he could he could be like, oh yeah, remember when we played this day on January 12th, and it was snowing out like he can remember everything but uh no just i don't know just touring in general and like even even us being together every single day even when we'd have an off day we'd all be like in our family group text like what are you guys doing like we, you guys want to go see a movie you guys want to go eat let's do an escape room like we'd still literally be together every single day cool. which i'm surprised we just never really get sick of, we never got sick of each other <laughs> Um, but I love, I mean, I'm a big foodie, so some of the mm. highlights for me is, like, getting to try different restaurants or little hole-in-the-walls or, yeah. or new food that I haven't tried before. Like, the best gyro I've ever had in my life was in Tel Aviv, Israel. It was so good. Really? And, like, like, the best Italian food, it's Italy. Like, it's so, it's so fun that I've been able to try all these different foods and for for sure, I always think like years. you're you and Cameron's baby, like all your babies are gonna be like, oh man, I have the coolest mom ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, because Cameron's done some pretty cool stuff, but like mm -hmm. the amount of type of experiences and stuff like like that you have done in your <laughs> lifetime, it's gonna be like very easy for them to brag about. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. I know it's funny because Cameron and I both like he was traveling 
like, you know, people are always like, oh, I, I want to travel and stuff before I have kids, mm -hmm. which is so great that we've been able to do that. And it's so funny because he was like traveling, doing all these you know, like professional scooter competitions, et cetera. Like at the same time I was doing my oh, travel. Oh, yeah. Like, I wonder if we, we probably overlapped. We saw so each other in passing. Wow. Like right. And like something. he was already big in the YouTube world. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, even if we wanted to met each other at Cirque du Soleil, I feel like we still would have met each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. We're in the same industry now. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I talk about that a little bit. Um, transitioning over did your youtube channel start to get pretty popular like while you were in the band or did you put a lot more uh focus and effort into like the social media world once it was over just because it was like a natural progression of things uh i'd say i i was really trying to um to to work it i um we were also doing r5 tv at the same time so we had like um youtube going for the band oh, okay. and i was cool. part of that as well so I would I would try and film as much as possible on the road. Excuse me, film the boys, and then I would edit and upload. So I would do all that. Oh wow! And, I didn't know that. At the same time, I would do my channel. So um, and at the time, like um, I didn't really understand. Like I was just like putting up the videos. I didn't I didn't realize like oh you need to make sure you tag all the right stuff and put it in a playlist and like all these technical things that I know now I definitely have 10,000 hours in YouTube now that, <laughs> yeah, for that sure. is for sure um so I don't know um I I think I I would say I started really really amping up my personal YouTube channel when um when I met Caprin because I, I always posted once a week, like I was always consistent with it, but I didn't realize in order to grow, especially at the beginning of your channel, like you really need to post at least three times a week minimum. Mm -hmm. And so when I met Caper and I was like, oh, and I was already doing, I was already running my store. We were still touring at the time. And I'm like, oh, I got, and I'm competitive. So I'm like, I, mm -hmm. I got to step up my game. <laughs> I need to post. So I'm not going to post twice a week. I'm going to post three times a week. Oh, yeah. So I started doing that and that definitely helped it grow a lot, a lot. And then now I've, now that we have Cape and Rydell channel, I only do once a week on my channel, sometimes mm -hmm. two. I got a lot going on, <laughs> but um, no, it's good. It's all it's great. good. I like it. I like yeah, the busyness. That's awesome. Oh, for sure. And it's sometimes unfathomable to see like how much you get done and how much you do and like still manage to, <laughs> do everything that you do like you still like have family time and stuff it, mm. it's definitely inspiring like i remember uh one of like the first weeks i started working for capron he we were kind of breaking down i think seth was like kind of breaking down like what different people do and capron's like oh yeah rydell just runs circles around all us and i was like wow <laughs> and then before, like, when i'm getting to see you work it's, it's it's definitely true um and then you've, you've blown up a lot, uh, like TikTok, like recently, I mean, everybody's like starting to get into TikTok, but has that mm -hmm. been kind of cool? Because I feel like being a good dancer, you've had a really good advantage over a lot of people. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do, do you, is that kind of like something that you were just like luckily surprised with or like well, how it could grow like that? funny that TikTok is so dancey, like that, uh, mm -hmm. that's fun for me because I, I enjoy doing it. And I was on TikTok when it was Musical.ly. Oh, okay. So I was like That's heavily, back. <laughs> yeah, I was heavily doing musically like bing, bang, boom. And then um, I actually did a campaign for TikTok literally right when they did the switch. Wow. I, 
one of the influencers they hired to like do an ad like hey look it's tiktok and and i literally did that campaign and then i just i i was busy with other stuff and i didn't focus on it yeah uh but now well, like, I, don't, I feel like nobody like considered it like because i barely even heard of it until like this year when it was popping off like during the quarantine did you right when you first well, were like and, and... when you first were looking at the transition for them were you kind of like oh what is this app like <laughs> it was just kind of like oh whatever i i liked it um especially because vine was so big and i actually was never on vine but oh, okay. it was that was so big obviously and then when that got yeah. shut down i'm like okay i know that something's gonna be coming and uh when I was on Musical.ly, it definitely wasn't cool yet. Like, people were making fun of it and stuff. And I've never cared about that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm just mm. going to do it because I like doing it. Yeah. And um, and then I think I just I, – I didn't not do TikTok because I thought anything bad of it. I just – it just wasn't at the top of my priority of, of mm -hmm. things to do. I was like, okay, I'm just going to Instagram, YouTube, touring, and then my online boutique. Um, but now – oh, and I was like – Twitter. I was trying to do Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so many things like, oh, Facebook. Oh, oh, that's right. This one. Like there's so many sites now and every, every one yeah. of them has everything. So then pretty much I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to do Twitter anymore. And I'm just, hi, Cameron. <laughs> and then oh, Cameron, yeah. I'm going to focus on TikTok because I think that's way more beneficial than Twitter. Yeah, that's cool. I just like took that one off. And then started focusing on TikTok. And it looks like it could be a lot more fun than a lot of the other social medias because mm -hmm. you can, you it's can so fun. Like, yeah, and it's opened up to a lot of people to that kind of more like dancing, kind of like RT, more kind of worldwide. I feel like Vine and like Twitter couldn't really like encapsulate. Right. And well, because of social media, like people's attention spans are are getting smaller and smaller, which is sad, yeah. but true. And so that's why TikTok is so brilliant it's like just quick to the point 15 second videos like boom and you can just sit it's it's addicting you just sit in the scroll yeah, sure. that the tiktok where you well i mean i was there in person and i was shocked but like when you guys did the wop at your wedding with all the oh. <laughs> that was yeah. the coolest thing ever that tiktok looked so good that was so smart you guys Thank planned you. like the day of right yeah we were on our party bus on the way to the venue like 8 a.m in the morning and someone put the song on. And I think I'm almost positive it was Shannon was like, oh, we should do this. And then we were all like, yes, like, yeah, we're in. And then we were just practicing it and learning it all day. And then we were like, um, we told the DJ, we're like, hey, make sure you play this at this time. And we're just going to walk out. <laughs> you guys pulled it off amazingly. Thank you. <laughs> um, there was something interesting that you said when you said that you've never really cared about, like, what the people online had thought or anything like that, mm -hmm. which I think is really cool because – um, a lot of people who might get into YouTube or like the public eye, it's like later on in their life. But since you had been doing it really since you were little or like earlier years in your life. So has that always kind of changed or like, did your parents help train you to like take in like the negative feedback or like the haters, especially since you said what you guys were doing was pushed online so much in like the early stages mm -hmm. of online. Um, like how were you able to like get into that mindset and kind of deal with not like giving into the negativity and whatnot? I would say that definitely stems from just my parents and, and how we were brought up just to in general, because it starts at a young age, a kid at school or a kid at the park might say something mean or whatever. Yeah. And like, Wait a minute. Or even like, I definitely, um, I had some, I definitely had some dance teachers who were 
very toxic growing mm. up. They would say some crazy stuff to me, like stuff you're like, wait, did she just say that to a kid? And so <laughs> I'd get in the car and tell my mom, and she'd be like, oh, like she would never, she'd never be like, oh, like poor you right now, like blah, blah. It would be more like, oh, she, like she must have just been really bad day and she's <laughs> taking it out on you like type thing so that there's yeah. like like that um but uh i don't know i i definitely think it's it's definitely just engraved in my head from my parents like you can't care what people think like if you cared what people think you you get nowhere like there's definitely people i know who are a little more um thoughtful about like they're always concerned about what people are gonna say or what they're thinking when they do that and they're 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 slower like they're not they're not mm -hmm. doing what they do because they're too concerned with what people yeah. are thinking i mean so if you don't care what people think you get shit done and you then you just do it you know what i mean yeah, Make it that's, that's a good model <laughs> right there and and people usually are mostly hating on or talking bad like if you're succeeding so you must be doing something good sometimes if, if people aren't like right. perfectly enjoying it, what you're doing plus right. you also like the overwhelming amount of support you get in contrast probably helps boost yeah i was gonna say that way. too like our uh, i feel like our our five family fans and and um, my followers and everyone who's been so supportive so long is so like lovely they're just so yeah. nice so I haven't That's had cool. I like luckily I haven't had to deal with a lot a lot of hate or if I have I either like one haven't I don't even see it like I'm just mm -hmm. like I refuse to even see the negativity That's or if good. I do see it I'm just like oh shucks I'm too busy <laughs> no. for that <laughs> That's cool That's why I don't um, go on Twitter anymore <laughs> Yeah it's <laughs> That's where all the trolls are Oh yeah, for sure. That's like people <laughs> was telling me. He's like, "No, nah, I don't mess with Twitter anymore." That's yeah. Most places, but yeah, that's cool. And it's so cool that you can. It's always good to maintain that positive mindset and and just focus on what you're doing. And and as long as your real like friends and family and your fans are, are proud of what you're doing and, and happy for it, then you can kind of be secure in what you're doing. If, if mm -hmm. I get with fan, okay, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, everybody knows you got the baby on the way. Yeah, which is a baby boy name not revealed yeah. yet. Which, will you guys say it will be revealed when he gets born? I yeah, when he gets born. Okay, cool. Not even right so when he's like, it'll probably be like a week later because we got to do a whole YouTube video. Sure. <laughs> do you think that it's cool that you guys can um kind of document all these stages in your life to be able to yes. like, go back and watch it with your kids? Yes, honestly that's my favorite thing about YouTube. Like, obviously it's part of my job and career now, but my favorite thing is being able to look back and at all the memories we've captured. Yeah. And even, even from touring or just old, old, old family vlogs, like, Oh my gosh, we went to the Colorado for Christmas <laughs> in 2010. And I have that footage. Like it's so yeah. nice to, to look back. They're like memories. home videos. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're making like an archive of your own personal home videos exactly. for like everyone else to enjoy as well. Exactly. Because we watch our home videos like when I was five years old, little. And there's there's obviously so many amazing parts, but there's a lot of dead space because at the time you just like, you had your big chunky camera and you kept it rolling. <laughs> yeah. So you're like sitting there like, okay, is something going to happen or whatever? But so it's nice to just, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked and I'm stoked to have it for April and I and our family to, sure. to have. Especially since you and Caprin are like, uh,
kind of the top end of people who make sort of content like that and have so much experience doing that, you'll be able to make so much cool stuff because you're, you're kind of at the top of the game in regards to doing like certain things on YouTube and whatnot. What, uh, what do you think uh, with your kids? Cause you're going to have so much life experience and so much stuff to like help them like kind of like find out who they are. Like, do you have any, like, cause I know like you, you think a lot about the future and like you already like have planned out like which kids are going to have in like which order. Do you have any <laughs> idea of like what you, you'll want your kids to do? Or you think you'll like have them like do a little band or something or just kind of like be able to express their own interests? Have you thought about that at all? I definitely want them to be busy. I think if kids are busy, they stay out of trouble. So that's my my main thing, and I I think it builds. Um, I think it makes your work ethic extremely strong when you have kids do a lot at a young age. Yeah. So like, we would wake up we like six a.m. and then we'd go to like a dive swim and les lesson. Then we'd come home. Mom would make a big breakfast. Then we'd go to the park and feed ducks. Then we'd go to a singing class. Then we'd go to a dance class. Then we'd have soccer. Like. And I just think it's nice. And then at that time, see, you're doing all these different things. And then pretty soon, you know, you're, you're, you're too busy to obviously do all of them. Yeah. But when you're little, it's just like, oh, you do like a 20-minute soccer game. It's like quick. Um, so then something starts to stick out. So then once, uh, you know, the boys obviously adapted more towards hockey. So then we weren't mm -hmm. doing softball, soccer, and swimming, any of those anymore. And then um, – they we loved performing so then it was like more towards the dancing so i think it's just kind of whatever starts to stick out to the kids and obviously the influence around them will be very much on the creative side as far as you know we'll probably be going to our uncle's show live in concert and they might be like oh my gosh i want to play guitar mom yeah. Or we're going to be going to Gordy and Riker's next movie premiere. And they're going to be like, <laughs> I want to be a director. So uh, I could definitely see them being in that world. But uh, I, I I don't really know, obviously. I'm not going to like be like, you're going to be this and you're yeah, going to be sure. that. But we'll just see, I guess, what That's happens. My mom actually... Tough shoes to fill uh, if they're if oh. they're going after you and Capron. <laughs> Aw, well, yeah, well I was gonna say my mom when we were like really little, she wrote in an envelope and sealed it of what she thought each of us were gonna be, and she like nailed it. Really? So on mine, she said teacher slash mom. Wow. Which I was a teacher. On yeah. Rikers, um, I think she said. Uh, I think she, what did she say for Rikers? I can't remember all of them, but it was, it's not necessarily like our all exact careers, but we all have done them. And I think There's on like Ross, has pilot, and like Ross has his pilot's license. Oh, so it's just like little so stuff cool. like that. Dang, that's, that's amazing. There's definitely mm -hmm. like that, that Lynch foresight is something else. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that for your kids. You I know. I want to do that. Like when they're little, I'll be like, okay, I yeah. think he's going to be. And this. the plan is to, to have five, right? Six. Oh, six. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, do you think that um, as you, as you guys continue to grow your channel and everything, you'll, you'll still incorporate because, like, it's so interesting to see people, like, doing family channels now. Do you think that it'll, like, do you see, like, your vision for how it's going to come out, like, manifesting into, like, your kids, like, growing older and whatnot and, and being a part of, like, YouTube? 
if they want to be? If well, I think so. Our goal, at least for our family channel, is to just it be more like a fly on the wall type thing, very natural, mm -hmm. super authentic. Like, I don't want my kids at five years old be like, hey guys, welcome to our channel. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to ask. Really, no, I don't want them to be like thinking any of that. I want them to just be like, oh, we're making it, or like, we're just being ourselves, but we happen to be filming for mom and dad, like for memories, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and that, cool. was, that was that Valor? That was Vanilla. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're all outside chilling. Oh, the dogs. Valley. Valley's mm -hmm. my right there. <laughs> Surprisingly, she's usually the one just like going, going, going. But she's out. Yeah, those dogs are so amazing. It's cool that you guys have like ones that sync up to like all the different family members as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, when you, I can't go without asking you about like the fashion world, which I don't know a lot about, but you are definitely <laughs> the most stylish person I've ever met. Like you always Thank have you. awesome outfits and you, su you supply other people with outfits sometimes when you <laughs> think that they need to get on your level. Uh, is that something that you were also always interested in and, or was it something that you kind of like picked up when you were doing music? Cause I know that like fashion and music tie mm -hmm. together really well. And then how did that, interest that you learned like spark into the boutique which is obviously something that you're really well known for now as well i definitely think i've i've always loved playing dress up uh, at a young age me and all the boys mom had trunks and trunks full of just costumes so yeah. we'd all like dress up as mulan and the boys would have like the taekwondo outfits on and, and then we'd all switch and be jasmine and aladdin like we were just uh. always dressing up and then um I, I did pageants when I was really really little for a second uh I don't know if that was maybe stemmed some of the dressing up and obviously dance competitions you're wearing costumes and I had to learn how to do my makeup at a really young age makeup and hair I literally started doing my makeup at like eight years old because mom was always she was busy with the boys and she had asked, like, another mom was like, oh, right, I'll, I'll help you with your makeup. But her daughter's makeup didn't look, <laughs> didn't look. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I had to learn. I was like, yeah. I don't want another mom's doing my makeup. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> so I had, like, I learned that at a young age. And then um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I remember always looking put together <laughs> not always obviously i like i wear sweats all the time but, yeah, but i mean it's hard to catch you like not 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 in the full fit like uh -huh. good. at least like and even if it's the sweats like you're wearing yeah. like the all the, the, the things for it too which yeah. is honestly really respectable it's really it really sets a precedence for the kind of energy that you have when you come into a room mm -hmm. and just kind of how people perceive you but yeah will we continue i well i think it just makes you feel good like if i if i wake up and i'm just like moping around the house all day in my sweats like sh okay sure i can get things done be productive but if i don't get up and kind of get ready or if i go to work looking like a slob like i don't want to set that example either like i want to wake yeah. up get dressed look cute and and you, i feel better about myself um, and I even found, I think this comes in part two of not caring what people think. Like I've always just thrown cute clothes on and not cared what people have said. Cause I, I was looking, I found like my sixth grade photo, it, um, for school. I only went to school like fourth and sixth grade. The rest I was homeschooled, but sixth grade. And I'm literally in like a pink plaid, um, skirt, high, thigh high pink socks. 
um, chunky, chunky boots, a pink tank top, and I have a pink backpack, like literally head to toe pink. And I'm going into sixth grade, but it was in a high school. Uh-huh. But like, I'm not even in my head like, oh, like, what if someone says something like I was just like, this is what I want to wear. And I'm wearing it. Wow. So, <laughs> so I love looking back and finding old pictures like that. And then uh, touring. We're going to have to each, see that picture each, soon. I know I need to find it. Each tour I had a, sort of a different go-to style. So it my mm-hmm. main my main thing started out with tutus. And the, the fans even know this. Like, I always wore tutus. Mm-hmm. So that was just, like, my thing for a couple years. That's cool. And even, like, I remember um, I think our label – our management, like def- definitely people were like, Swidell, like, are you sure you want to wear tutus? Like they didn't approve of it. And I was like, I don't care. Like I like them, so I'm going to wear them. And then, uh, I don't know. I think I just, I just never have been afraid to try new things. I definitely look back and I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't have worn that. But at the time I loved it. So it's okay. Uh, yeah, that's so and cool. then I think, uh, yeah, on tour, I was just always, dressing up, getting ready, glitter, sparkles, the whole works. And just, it's just fun to dress up. And then uh, I know that it was highly requested within our fan base that I start a clothing line. And mom and I had talked about it for years, like, cause all the time people would be like, Rydell, where did you get that skirt? Or where did you get this? And Instagram wasn't as big of a, of a thing yet where you would like tie your clothes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. And so mom and I always were like, how do we do this? Or people were like, Rydell, where did you get, like, how'd you get your hair to curl like that? And mom's like, oh my gosh, we should figure out how to sell these rollers. Like when I was like eight. So it was just always in the back of our heads. It was just a matter of figuring out how to do it. And one day I finally was like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I'm just going to do it. And one day I just like press enter on my computer and put the website live for shoprightall.com and here we are. <laughs> wow, that's so three cool. years, almost three years. Wow, and then it's just it's cool. So basically, just for you, based starting a business like that is just the small decision of just kind of like just doing it. Oh, exactly. I I, I didn't, and there were so many things like um. My mom has always been the fire under my butt. Like, right out, make it happen. Like, do it. What what video are you putting out this week? Like, boom, boom, boom. Always been the fire. And then my dad is more uh, realistic. Like, so when I was launching my website, he's like, well, like, are you sure? Or like, do you have this? Like, is this going to sell? Like, he's more like thinking of like, yeah. what could go wrong? And I'm just like, I just got to do it. And I just did it. And I'm obviously so glad I did. Sometimes you just have to go for things. Even if it were to turn out bad and I've definitely learned so much these last three years I'm still learning stuff where I'm like oh wow I didn't even know that was a thing or whatever and so yeah you just gotta go for it sometimes (laughs) what are some of the the biggest goals you have for that for that business because I think it's so interesting how you've been able to grow and and create such like a big presence for it and I and now like even Capron has his sort of like small clothing things that he does and I, Mm -hmm. I I had known nothing about it so I find it really interesting Yes. Uh, well, one of my biggest goals was to have a warehouse, which I finally ac- accomplished this year. In the summer, I got an actual like office space warehouse. Yeah, so cool. I think that was a huge deal. I also like I have a, a hired second employee now. So I think just the the growth of it is so fun to watch it grow. And um, I'm just excited to keep expanding it. Like definitely, especially since I'm pregnant and like as soon as I have a girl, 
like I definitely want like a mommy and me section or maternity uh, like I, cool. I just like cool. it's still a very small boutique like we only carry so many items yeah, so yeah. I'm just hoping that soon it just like we can just have a catalog of so many things for everybody for sure yeah your kids are going to be very well dressed <laughs> they're going to be looking <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> yeah, I'm excited how 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 is it how to um like, have you been able to, like, find some pretty cool, like, maternity, like, outfits? Like, were you excited to, like, kind of rock, like, the cool, like, specialty <laughs> maternity things? Have you incorporated that all into right. your, own, your own your own clothing line yet or anything? Um, well, surprisingly, it's, it's actually hard to find, specifically find maternity that is cute, like, that I think is cute. Yeah, that uh, that's... How does I, the fashionista make it through the, the pregnancy <laughs> maternity phase? So, what I... <laughs> doing mostly is I've just been sizing up in things because if you go straight to maternity it's kind of I, I still want to dress up and be extra bubbly and uh, some of the maternity stuff is more like on the on the plain side yeah and so I, I want it to be like extra spruced up and so I've mostly just been like sizing up one or two sizes now I probably need to size up two or three <laughs> things are getting a little <laughs> but um, the boys coming in yeah, that's my main thing, or, like, anything that's a baby doll dress, which is, that was actually the very first dress I created that was, like, my brand. Yeah. Like, the tag says right L and everything, and it's a baby doll dress, and those are my favorite. So, those have been great because um, they are, like, they're tight up here, but then, do you know what a baby doll dress is, Bobby? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I had some kind of They're like They're, like, they're, they're cinched right here, but then they're flowy. So, like... Okay. So it works with like your bump. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but those have been those have been my go-to, and I finally am, like I've just had to get bigger sweats and everything because even my sweats are they're too tight yeah. around my belly and my back, and it, it even though they fit and they're like stretchy because they're tight, it hurts your it hurts your back. I don't know, it's a weird thing. It pinches a nerve or something. Oh so wow! Sizing up and stuff has helped. So that I can wear the same thing as I would normally wear. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that makes it a lot easier that you can just, you don't have to like specifically choose certain people that make it for, for pregnancy, but you can kind of just buy something that you would like, but just a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. It's definitely been a, a little adventure figuring out. <laughs> like it takes me much longer to get dressed in the morning. Let's just put it that way. Because I'll, <laughs> sure. I'll like, I'll go to try something on and, and it doesn't fit and I'm like crap and then I'll try I'll just go through one thing after another and I'm like darn it <laughs> yeah uh how so it feel but the overall the whole um I, I it's kind of weird to put it like the whole pregnancy process has been going great I feel like you've been yeah. having, you've been and you haven't even slowed down like really a bit you've been still like grinding as much as ever but you're still uh -huh. feeling okay and everything is it like what you expected or Cause yes I, time, I feel like, great I um interesting yeah I feel good. I uh, I'm in my second trimester right now, which is technically like like the best trimester that people mm. say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been feeling good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what uh, I think this will be. I see a lot of uh, the fan questions in there um, asking this, and I think this would be a good one to end on. I'm not going to pick a specific one because a lot of people ask uh, the same question. What mm -hmm. are you most excited about with? with being a mom and with your first child on the way? Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't, it's such a, uh, like, it's so broad. Like, there's so many things 
it's hard to just pinpoint one thing. I think yeah, just sure. I think I'm just excited to be a mom just in general. Like that's definitely like been what I've wanted to do my whole life is just to be a mom. And so the fact that it's literally going to be here in 18 weeks about yeah. is like freaking nuts. So uh, I'm excited to like see the baby for the first time. And like, I'm excited to see, I'm really excited to see Capron with the baby. And I just yeah. think he's going to be such a good dad. I mean, I'm excited to see everyone, the whole, the family, all my brothers, everyone interact, like how they're going to be. Cause it's the yeah. first, it's the first baby. In Out of the any of the kids, family. right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So first grandbaby, first, you know, niece, That's nephew kind of or nephew, I guess, because baby boy. But it's going to be the first baby around, period. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Because you've, you've already done and accomplished and been able to exceed your expectations with so many things in your life. It feels like now it's like the pinnacle. It's the thing <laughs> that your mom had written down. Like it's you did mm -hmm. all these amazing things that you love to like fully do now what you truly wanted to do is mm -hmm. like have your own baby, have your own family, which is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's cool. Wow. Well, thank you for doing this right now. This was so thank amazing. You. you were by far the most requested person to and talk. So I really appreciate you doing this. You're so inspirational. It's so cool to hear your stories. It's, I got to learn so much, even more about you that I didn't already know. And <laughs> I, I hope you had a good time. This was a lot of fun. So fun. Thanks, Bobby. You are awesome. <laughs> okay. See you later. I will see you next week, and I appreciate you so much. Okay, see ya. Have a wonderful day. Bye, everybody. Thank you Bye. for tuning in. Rydell was amazing. This was everything we wanted. Hope you have a wonderful day. Woo, you guys. Wow. Sometimes I, I, I forget that I'm doing this show. Me and Rydell just having a cool conversation. I hope you guys like that. I'm going to be saving this uh, Bobby For Real episode, and it'll be posted on my Instagram, so make sure you follow uh, keep your eye out for that guys. I'm also going to be starting a YouTube channel, uh, and, uh, making a, t uh, putting on my TikTok like certain clips of these interviews. I've done a, a good amount before. Definitely a lot, a lot of good sound bites and moments from this interview we just had with Rydell. So keep your eye out for that so that if you guys can't watch the whole thing, you can see specific answers that were kind of cool in the conversation. I'll probably upload the, the whole thing as well, but I really appreciate you guys coming in, supporting the show. I know it was a little bit earlier this week. I feel like it went pretty well with people coming in um, and just tune in every Sunday. Who knows what time it's going to be at. But uh, I got some more planned out. Pretty good guests. I don't think we could – I don't know if we could top this guest today, but we will try and we'll continue to do our best. So, Bobby Ulrich, make sure you guys keep it real. Bobby for real. Look at that cheesy outro. Look at, what am I doing? But, all right, you guys, have a good Sunday. I hope you